And it's Baby Got Backlog, everybody. Welcome. We're back, baby. Um, we we didn't plan to how we were going to introduce, but today it's a it's a baby got guest log. We have a guest log, the one and only, the cozy, the one Did and only just, cozy. Just introduce yourself. I just had to introduce. Yeah, because you guys weren't introducing me, so I had to introduce myself. Well, it's yeah, no, funny. I liked that. Yeah. I like that. You can, you come in strong. I like that. I had to. It reminds me of I'm like the star of the show right now. It reminds me of like a wrestler when they come out and they're like, "You know who I am? I'm a famous wrestler." Cozy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Cozy is definitely like in spirit the like always the guest of the podcast because I think he gets brought up probably every episode. <laughs> I text you guys pretty much every episode, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely, like, in spirit, the third host, I feel. So that that's appropriate that he can just knock the door down and be like, I'm here. But, yeah, that, that is fair. I feel like he's, he's, like, the host that's never actually on the show. Like, once every yeah, few seasons yeah. he's here, but he, he's just as, mu- just as much a part of the show as we are I can, at this point. I can make you guys yeah. full screen. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, I appreciate yeah. when he comes on because then we can we can like prove to the audience that he's real and we're not making up that we have a friend. Like you <laughs> did that one AI. time. <laughs> like I did what yeah. that one time. You uh I that forget, still gets me. What's I his forget name? what I forget I wasn't it like <laughs> it was like Jesus or something. Yeah, I think it was I Jesus. Did not make, I did not make up Jesus. You he's two not, are horrible. He's not real. He's definitely well, not real. Cozy, you never met him. He went to high school with us. All right, Trevor should remember Jesus. I, I've Don't. never met Don't. your Canadian girlfriend too, either. But Don't gaslight me on our that. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, everybody. Uh, it's it's baby got backlog. It's the show where we talk about games. This is truly like a backlog game, especially for me and Trevor because I had never played it. Um, but. Maybe we should just come out and say it. We're talking about The Last of Us. Part one, specifically. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, part specific. one. Yeah. Which, Cozy, since the, the very first season of our podcast, has been like, hey, I would love to come on, but we definitely should do The Last of Us. He's been very excited and adamant about this game specifically. Yeah, and he's been very patiently it's a waiting. fantastic game. Yeah, he's very patiently been waiting three seasons to talk about this game because this game's been around a long time. Uh, I I played it like a little bit years ago, like when I first got my PS4. Um, I, got, I scooped up the remaster and I started playing it. And then for whatever reason, I just like fell off of it. So this is a game I've wanted to revisit for years. And it's amazing. Yeah, Cozy, can you just talk a little bit about like your experience with it like is there a specific reason that it's special to you or did it like hit you at a certain time in your life or something like what's your story with this game uh it didn't hit in like a certain time in my life or anything like that it's just this game was real big with my brother uh my buddy tommy and then me like all three of us were just nothing but about this game uh we we love the the story behind it probably is our number one thing it, it was just such a good story, and I've never played a, a story-based game like that. It's always been like uh, Call of Duty um, and similar kind of a thing like that. It's never been 
hardcore story based. Yeah. Did you play like the original PS3 one, like when it came out? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. You, awesome. you had it like when it was fresh and it was huge. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, back in like looking it up, it says twenty thirteen. It's kind of old. This yeah, makes you feel old, yeah. Yeah, for a game that like really feels uh modern and doesn't feel old when you look at when it came out, you're like, Holy crap, yeah. I can't even believe that. Yeah, and, and I remember back playing the game, the graphics were like amazing. Like this was like the first jump scare jump scare game that I've ever played. And I remember being all freaked out wandering the uh the apocalypse and the city and stuff like that and it was just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess just to round it out, like Trevor played it a little, but like the amount that I knew about this game was like literally zero. I mean, I had known that it was huge and I maybe knew some spoiler things about it, but I don't think I really knew the spoiler things about it. I had just heard like the intro, for example, like I had heard that something happened in the intro, but I don't think I knew exactly what it was. So I had like no experience with this game at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, that's... I, I had played it so long ago that I don't I up until recently I hadn't remembered like anything about it um, except one one spoiler thing that I thought I had heard and it turned out to not even happen in the game so so that was weird I like Mandela affected myself into thinking that this like crazy <laughs> thing happened and it totally doesn't at all. It was that Super Mario made a cameo about halfway yeah. through the game. Yeah. That was what you thought it yeah, was. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they're like, we have to go across the country, and Mario's like, let's go. Zelda what? or something, or it's actually Pokemon based. I mean, if you think about it, if if there was a video game character that was going to appear in The Last of Us, it would be Mario. He he always is on the move, right? He's in the Mushroom Kingdom, you know. He jumps on little mushroom no, looking dudes. You're, you're alone on this island. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to yes and you, but I there is no and that's coming no. to mind. Mushroom even kingdom? A little bit. Come on. Yeah, I mean I get I get that little piece of a logic chain there, but <laughs> I don't know if it uh, will hold up. But I, I So who Oh, I oh. Yep. <laughs> So who wants to just like explain what the game is like for someone? First of all, if you haven't played this game, like you maybe got like three minutes until the first spoiler. So like you should definitely shut this off if you have not played this game. It's spoilers from go. But does anyone want to just explain like what what the game is kind of like top level as a game? Yeah, I will. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. Oh, go for it, Cozy. Guest log. I, I got you... it. I'll do it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I mean, you got. I mean, the game's been out since 2013, so spoilers are kind of irrelevant. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil this. Um, so it starts off. It, the whole premise behind the game is this, uh, the post-apocalypse. Um, however, it takes a little bit of a different approach on the apocalypse. It's not a, like a zombie virus or anything like that. It's actually mushrooms. Um, it's a <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? It's a <laughs> fungus that will affect people, and then it will take over their body and their brain to keep the the fungi alive. Um, and then it just goes around and just kills other people. It spreads their uh, spores. It doesn't like 
actually eat people. It just like kills people. Um, so there's no like eating or anything like that. They're just incredibly violent, incredibly strong. And there's a whole slew of different, for lack of a better term, zombies. Um, there's mm-hmm. the, the giant, like, I forget the names of them, but they're like giant, like breaker ones or whatever like that, that are just huge roided out mushrooms. They'll just like rip people in half and whatnot. Then there's the clickers that will go around making the kind of noises. Um, and I they, love the clickers. Oh, I love the, the clickers. The they're clickers so are, horrifying. They're so scary. So scary. Yeah. And then there's just the, the ones that have been kind of dying out that are just like stuck to walls and it'll just like spit stuff at you. Um, so it's it, the story revolves around a male-female character. The male is older. His name's Joel. And then the female is Ellie. Um, and it's just their, their uh, adventure, I guess, is from... Joel is trying to get Ellie to a local rebel base um, because she's actually immune and they're trying to extract spoilers. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, he did say, I mean, I did say, I know. I just wanted to be (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, check that box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Spoilers. The band-aid's been ripped. Everybody turn it off. If you, if you don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say too that like the, I feel like the intro in particular is a pretty different take on the whole zombie apocalypse thing because like it opens with this really heartfelt scene of Joel and his daughter. Um and if you don't know what happens in the first hour of this game, like I I it's one of the most like terrifying and, and like awful but spectacular like video game moments like um I mean, I guess, like, basically, you, you play as Joel's daughter for the first hour of the game, and, like, she she wakes up the night after of what is just, like, a normal night, and Joel, like, busts in. There's, like, zombies trying to break in through his, like, glass door, and he's like, what's her name, Sarah? I don't yeah, even remember Sarah. her name. Is it mm-hmm. Sarah? He's like, Sarah, get out of here. Like, and he's, like, shooting down zombies, and she's, like, horrified. Like, what what is happening? And, like, they're trying to get to, like, this... um like a local militia, like military group where they're taking in people. And like, I can't, I couldn't believe, like, I think I knew that Sarah died, but like basically the whole intro sequence ends with her getting shot by um, like a military, just like an infantryman uh, soldier, in, yeah. in the military. Um, And it's so awful. It's so hard to watch. Yeah. Like it's so upsetting. Um. And I'll just say, like, for me, like, I, like at that moment, I was just like, oh, my God, who who would ever like that moment? Probably had I not pushed through for the podcast, would it just flat out in the end for me? Because it was so upsetting to watch personally. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's a gut punch right right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's I get what they were going for, because it explains it it sort of sets up who Joel is as a person before you go on this long adventure with him and like why he is the way he is. Mm -hmm. But God, it's horrifying. (laughs) It's like it's effective, but it's horrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really it it really kind of like you said, Andy, it, it brings Joel's character and it makes 
makes sense and how he treats Ellie and um, I guess his standoff-ishness, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lack- and I think this game, I think this game loves the idea of like what you as a player, how you're going to feel differently because of the character you're playing as Mm -hmm. like they, they really love that. Like they want you to grow attached to this character and then see her like die in a horrible way and like play as the character who had to witness that. Like there's something unique to playing a video game that you relate to the protagonist in a different way. I feel like they're really obsessed with that (laughs) at the last of us, you know? Yeah. Um, Something that I also find interesting that you had mentioned to me in a, a phone call like a week ago, Andy, was um, we were talking about Joel as a character and you were like, yeah, he's like Kratos. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, the way he's a dad, he's like Kratos. And at first I was like, oh, yeah, he's the OG. He's the OG Kratos, bro. Like, yeah. that's all I thought this whole game. <laughs> yeah. At first I was like. I don't know if I agree with that, but the the deeper you get into this game, the more you're like, wow, really all this dude's missing is uh, the Chaos Blades. <laughs> yeah, like really, it's not far off mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Yeah, so basically like after that moment, it cuts forward, I guess like a year or something. It's, it's like a pretty long amount of it's time. It's like 12 years. I thought, oh, it's 12. Oh my God, really? 20, 20, 20, 20. 20. Yep. Okay, yeah, I thought it was 20. 20. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I did not realize it was that long. Yeah, he's like um, 50. Yeah, something. like a whole lifetime goes by, basically. Wow. And that's another thing, too, that's like unique about this game that struck me is like it's 20 years later and Joel is like it, they're, they're, they've like figured out society at least more than in most other um, zombie post-apocalypse worlds. Mm-hmm. Like Joel is in a city with an apartment um, that's protected by the militia and like you you like pretty quickly find out like oh hey um i forget what the deal is, like what he's promised in return i think he him and oh god who's the lady oh, character tess tess yeah mm-hmm. him and tess um are sort of like these arms dealers and they track down a guy um who had basically stolen their weapons um and they go and kill him uh, and it's horrible to watch again. Uh, mm-hmm. And basically, like, um, there's a, a leader of the Firefly group or one of the higher ups in the Firefly group who's like, hey, if you transport this girl to the Fireflies, which is like states away, um, you can get your weapons back. And that's basically when you find out you, you end up with Ellie and you find out that she is immune and they they think that she might be the one hope to save all of society because they can create a vaccine from her. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and that that really kind of kicks off everything, and like, that's just the pre. And it's a it's a pretty easy like memorable premise, and so Joel is forced to go off with this girl. At this point, what were you guys like thinking in the game? Like, where was your head at? I mean, we haven't seen any uh, of the zombies or anything like that, as far outside of them breaking in. But it's not like we've been toe-to-toe with them kind of fighting them or any sort of a actual apocalypse so i I'm, I'm just eager to see um what that entails how long the journey is is she actually immune is not going to go well etc cetera, etc cetera. the characters yeah yeah um i i was thinking like it was really cool how 
kind of kind of similar to what Cozy's saying. Like, you don't really see a lot of the the fun guys, uh, and they're setting up like this whole other part of the world, which is you know this militant group that is basically overseeing everyone. So I thought it was really interesting to like shift the focus. 20 years later and you see society like kind of rebuilt and then you, you Mm -hmm. wander into the city and you're like, Oh, okay. Like they paint us a picture inside and outside of the wall, which is really interesting to see in like a post-apocalyptic world. Cause you, usually you get one or the other. You don't always get both. Yeah. Yeah, Cause basically people are forbidden from sort of going out. Like the military is essentially like you can't go out without our permission because you will get eaten type deal. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At this point I was thinking, and this may be fight number one, but let's find (laughs) out at this point. I, all I was thinking was God, Joel is such a bad dude. (laughs) He's like, you're you're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. So cozy agrees. Okay. I right. I agree. That's, that's like I was really. Go ahead. So I agree. Um, interestingly enough, I watched the HBO show adaptation before I started playing, um, and you know I had played mm-hmm. years ago, so like I kind of knew what to expect with certain things. Um, but in the show, they flesh him out really, really well, like mid season. So like, playing it at first, you know on the surface he's a bad dude but like remembering how the show wrote him it was like okay well you know he's gonna have this moment of redemption where he becomes a little likable and like that moment kind of happens but not not deep enough for me to like to be like i love video game joel you know what i mean like i love show joel but not video game joel he's kind of a jerk i mean yeah they're, I don't even I don't even really think he has like he kind of has that moment but now that I think about it it feels like so confusing when he does have that moment of redemption. Yeah, uh, he like has it by accident. I don't, I don't even know if I can Are you guys pinpointing like a specific moment or is it just kind of like towards the tail end of it where he's like he's are he kind of turned around. Or is it the, the tail the, end of it? No, I think the closest moment that he gets to what we're talking about is he has like a a pretty big conflict with Ellie in like a house. I think she runs away from her and Tommy and he he finds her like alone in this house and she's basically like leave me alone like you you never cared about me like you you only took me on this journey to dump me off or whatever. And he says to her point blank um you're definitely not my daughter and went after this like we're going our separate ways like Mm -hmm. i want you out of my life and then for some reason like 10 minutes later um he's like nah you're my fam bro we're gonna ride off together (laughs) like he does he does like they have a big blowout and then immediately he sort of has a change of heart but it's not i I don't know it kind of just comes out of nowhere so yes it's not like the big redemptive moment you would picture yeah I would say his big redemptive moment is at the very end. Um, well, well, maybe. Kind See, this, of. This is why. It depends on jo- how you say or how you look at it, right? Yes. I think Joel being a um, a gray area, like potentially bad person is like at the heart of what really makes this game interesting. Because mm-hmm. I think if he was just a very black and white good character who was 
transporting um, like an innocent girl, there wouldn't be anything interesting about this game. It would just be like another zombie story. But him being a complicated character is such an important part of it. Yeah, there's also a lot to be said for the fact that like, if he if he didn't have a daughter or his daughter wasn't shot at the beginning of this game, like it would be a very different game. Like he he's afraid to care for Ellie because, you know, he's had a child and lost one and now he's tasked with specifically mm-hmm. keeping this child alone alive. So he's like faced with, you know, I need to make sure this person's alive, but if I fail, like I can't lose more people, especially after what happens with Tess. So like, I mean, he's had like 20 years of loss as well. Yeah. Right. You know that, I mean, we just jumped that 20 years, but you can assume that 20 years in the apocalypse isn't, you know, right. And he loses time. his brother. Cause so that's I'm assuming. Right. Um, well, when, when yeah. we see his brother, that's the first yeah, time we've seen yeah. each other in forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess just to like talk about the gameplay, uh, this game basically is a glorified cutscene. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm getting in trouble again. Um, now you're in trouble. But uh, so yeah, so far I'm a- I actually haven't been in trouble. I thought that these would maybe get- be hot takes and I would get in trouble, but. It's like a, it's kind of like a Call of Duty shoot a man kind of, but also you, there's like a crafting and collecting system, uh, where you like, you have to like scavenge and you have to make bullets and you have to make weapons and craft weapons, which is neat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you're kind of, you're kind of like railroaded on these like little set pieces, like through the forest and on motorcycles. And I don't actually think there's a motorcycle, but no, (laughs) there should be. It's it gives the vibe that there should be, but I don't think there is. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and like that really is the majority of the game and like you have sort of like mini missions. Like you seek out one guy who you're you're trying to uh get a car. Um Bill. And oh, so Bill. You, who what's his name? Bill. Bill. Have you seen uh, hang on real quick, Andy, have you seen the HBO series? No. Oh man, you really gotta see that. Yeah. What they do- Well Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I just, I personally was like, if I'm going to do a video game podcast about The Last of Us, I just want to watch the video game. Like, that was my whole thing. Yeah, but I mean, mean? it's it's such a great show. And like Bill and uh, what's his partner's name? Frank. They have such a unique uh, episode it's very it's very good it's yeah. very very good and it's very different from uh the way the way you encounter bill is extremely different in the show and it makes you like him more um and, mm-hmm. and that that even makes you make uh like joel just a little more because there's some things that happen that you're like dang okay joel i see you you mm-hmm. know hmm. yeah yeah yeah, I to be honest, by the end I didn't hate Bill. Like, especially, and you're right. Like, they they sort of imply that there's a lot of history there with Joel and Bill that um, really isn't explored because obviously Joel has been around for 20 years. But that is an interesting element of uh, Joel's like previous life, you know. Right. So, 
so basically the show touches in on their history and there's a they got a little bit from it um bill and frank uh they're a couple out just outside of boston um and bill is just like a survivalist so he he cordons off this little suburb kind of a thing fences it off and everything like that frank stumbles onto it um asking for food you know whole romeo juliet thing they fall in love and then frank ends up staying with them for 20 years uh Mm. and they set up kind of like a, a trade between joel and tess and frank and bill so they have it right like 20 years of trading history in the game interesting frank has already died uh he gets what does he get trevor he gets uh uh i don't remember bit. no not in the show it's he a, doesn't. it's they a very the, they changed the writing for him it's a very popular you're not popular uh common common yeah common disease yeah i forget what it is anyways he gets it um there's no cure there's no cure for it now there's no cure for it then obviously um but in the show they both end up taking their own life uh by overdosing an oxy um spoilers (laughs) you're not gonna you're not gonna watch the show (laughs) uh no yeah but i mean that that's the uh the history behind them is just essentially 20 years of trading and they're probably the closest thing that joel has as a friend yeah yeah hmm yeah so where where did that come from the first little mission is where you go to bill right and Mm -hmm. you get the car and stuff right um yeah, and so you you just sort of I feel like it's sort of the game is broken up into like all these little different acts cuz you have uh the bill thing with the car and then you have the whole thing with the wolves uh and then you have that one city which is like the survivalist group that Joel used to be a part of which is towards the very end of the game. I guess they're seasons, aren't they? Isn't the first season like fall or something yeah, and it's then a each year. section of the yeah, game it's about I think year. it's like a yeah. year, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it culminates in winter, which is like some of the most intense like storytelling I've ever experienced. Like when you actually do get to play as Ellie, that whole thing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and you you get to see them sort of like grow together, um, and you you encounter lots of uh, horrible people and horrible zombies. Uh, it's terrifying and great. Yeah. Um. All right, I feel like there's so much to talk about. Let me get... I just want to get the big things out of the way because I will say this. I liked this game. I think it's really good. Um, I also think that uh, it's incredibly uninteresting as a video game and it is single-handedly responsible for everything I hate about AAA video games. Like, it is (laughs) the reason... Because you play every PlayStation game now, and like once I watched the, and that's another thing too. I did not play this game because I knew yeah. I would hate it. I just watched it, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, just like a no commentary. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, this explains every other game I've ever played on PlayStation. It's post twenty fifteen. They're all The Last of Us because this game 
it just like has influenced it's i feel like it's become i honestly feel like it has started an entire new era of of video games like full yeah. stop because so many games are just the blueprint of the last of us you know what i mean right so what you're i'm guessing saying is at like how it's like a very story driven you it's in third person and you're yep. like you're you're working through essentially like a tv show or a movie but you can d- manipulate just a little bit like down this yes. path it's like a it's like bowling with bumper bu- like bumpers up kind of a thing yeah and like honestly i think i think it's remarkable and i think this game is so well done i can't believe how well done this game is the thing that really helped me click into it and go oh this is great and i'm loving it is i was like okay let me rewind to back when I was in college, and I want to picture being with Trevor and Cozy and Charlie and all of our friends, and Cozy's playing the game, and every night we get together and we like work through a little bit more of the story. I was like, that, for everyone who had that experience, that's like a magical like experience yeah. that you'll never forget yeah. like it's so it's such a lightning in the bottle amazing thing this game you know yeah so that was going to be my next question is if would you have a different opinion of it if you played it back in 2013 fresh no i don't think so i think i would have a different opinion of it if i played it because <laughs> i just don't like zombie shoot a man games like period mm-hmm. it's just like that style of gameplay is pretty uninteresting to me as a person i enjoyed it a lot as a backseat gamer i don't think i would have enjoyed it any less i really i got into it but as a video game it doesn't interest me personally that much yeah you know this might shock you andy i don't know that i could agree more with that because like this game's cool and interesting and like the first half was really fun to play but it got so repetitive for me that eventually i I just like got a little bored with playing it. So I, I ended up watching, I finished it on a, a watch of a gameplay also. Um, Cause I just like, it just got to be like too repetitive. Like there was almost like a formula to like fireflies, wolves, uh, mushroom zombies. And it just like rinse repeat for like 11 hours you're both wrong. Yeah. This game's amazing. Oh, it's well, amazing. It is great. I think there's something to be... <laughs> yeah, I think there's something to be said for the fact that I didn't play it, and I definitely got the full experience of what it is, and they released an HBO show after it. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like there's a lot to be said for that. The presentation of this game, while it's, like, lovely and beautiful, is, like... I mean aside from the fact that it's interested in the whole like you're playing as the protagonist angle i feel like largely it is molded after like a high-end cinema experience like an hbo movie style experience you know what i mean yeah this show is perhaps one of my favorite shows of all time just like this game is it's easily like one of the best video game adaptations to date Oh yes, like they're yeah. spot on with the game. Like yeah, that truck scene like in the very beginning shot. of the game. Yeah, it's shot for shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, but I just had to. I had to get it off because, like, I do think this game is great. I'm a little bit sad <clears throat> that every game post 2015 
or 2013 is like, well, we have to be the last of us now. Like, I think maybe my issue is more broadly with the rest of the industry that decided this is the only way to tell a game. Now they all have to be third person story driven action games. Um, where like the last of us just did it really great. And it would have been fine if that was one of the few that did it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because um, he's like, you're out of your mind. Well, I, mean, that, I feel like that's, I feel like that's just every game. You know what I mean? Like they're all going to be, uh, maybe not third person, but either third person or first person, story driven and action. I mean, a lot of games are not story driven or action driven. Like, period, though. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm just thinking like. I don't know. You guys seem to talk about uh, Pokemon and that dumb Zelda game or whatever it is. Um, Isn't that like story driven and action and third person? Tears of the Kingdom is more story driven than a lot of Zelda games from what I understand. Pokemon is very thin on story and plot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's I think it's something about the I feel like as opposed to playing a game, I feel like I'm being taken on a walking tour from one piece of the story to the next. And the gameplay is there to sort of prop it up and help keep you engaged. But the gameplay is just like a small piece of it. Whereas like if you're playing Zelda or Pokemon or Mario or whatever, like I'm sitting down to actually play the game, like to actually jump and, and do the combat and do whatever where like the, it's, it's like, I feel like I'm being taken down a very elaborate and beautifully designed hallway from the beginning to the end of the game. If that makes sense. Like it's the same as like God of war and Ragnarok. Like, yeah, I mean, it's the same type of design. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But like they do it really well Mm -hmm. (laughs) um andy what did you i had uh, some notes what did you think of the music did you take note to it i no, i didn't even really notice there was really yeah it's really nice i was well i guess if you mentioned like the really serene beautiful moments there's definitely a lot of really oh no you're right because there's all that like really somber guitar stuff Mm -hmm. and thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i know what you're talking about no i thought it was really well considered it really reminded me like a lot of this game reminded me of walking dead vibes but i feel like the music in particular had like a a very like walking dead inspired sort of thing yeah i feel like i mean that was such a a huge part of it that most people don't even notice you know what i mean like it just goes in the back of the head kind of a thing but like if you actually take notice of it a lot of the scenes would be pretty stupid unless they they nailed that music so whoever did the music for it like crushed it yeah honestly what i noticed more than the music and this is so stupid the i feel like the foley in this game is is unbelievably good. good i could yeah like I swear to God, there'd be moments in this like no commentary playthrough where there's no music at all, and it's just Joel and Ellie walking down a hallway, and I'm just like, oh, 
it's just so pleasant to listen to like the little footsteps and the crunch mm-hmm. of the things in their backpacks rustling. Like the Foley is unbelievable in this game. It is really it's the good. star of the show. I think. Yeah. yeah. I've, I'm, it's a huge portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Especially when it comes to like, cause there's a lot of stealth involved in this, in this game as far as gameplay goes. So like, yeah, I, I agree with you cozy. Like it's definitely the sound design had to be spot on to really paint this world mm-hmm. like it it could look cool it could feel interesting but it needs to like sound right also especially when you mm-hmm. have uh monsters that are literally like called clickers and like the way they move through the world like yeah. that it needs to be spot on um, yeah, I, I, I think, too, the world design is unbelievably good in this game. Like, there would be, there was a moment really early on, I think it's when you're just leaving the city, and, like, I stopped for a moment to just look at, like, them walking amongst all of these, like, abandoned, destroyed buildings, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, the level of detail here, but, like, the way like it just looks like an organic space and like earth would actually look if there was a horrible apocalypse is so well done. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. I thought they captured it really well. Like, yeah. And I know they gave a a lot of thought to uh, the spaces you move through, but also the order of the spaces. Like I heard in an interview once with the directors that like, they really thought hard about like, they wanted you to have a tense moment where you go underground and you're in, you're in the dark. And then like, they, they were like, what's the moment that you finally emerge and see like the sunlight and you're outdoors. So like, I feel like the game is really paced very well in that regard of the spaces that you actually visit and discover, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I also like, uh, all the lighting and stuff like that. It really gets, exaggerated in the show as well but like trevor do you remember the mall scene yeah yeah that episode that is some of the best lighting i have like ever seen in my life andy i can tell that you also like lighting based on uh yeah your your lights in your room yeah andy decked out his space recently oh yeah i am all about that all about that dude Dude, I like, and this is maybe a tangent, but I like, I just recently had a moment where I was like, I spend so much time in this room, like recording music and doing other things. And I was like, why don't I just like buy some nice lights and make it? And it's like a total life changer. Mm -hmm. Like whoever you are out there, buy some like neon strip lights and stuff for your room and just like set it up. It's the jam. Yeah. it's. I'm redoing my basement um, right now because where I'm, where I'm at right now is going to get turned into the nursery oh, um, nice. in the basement. I know. Uh, and we're, we're redoing the basement so I can just put all this stuff down there. And that's what I'm going to do. There's going to be light strips everywhere in that place. Heck yeah. That's I'm super awesome. Excited. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a lot of work, it, but it's worth it. It'll be good. It's so worth it. Mm-hmm. though. It's a life changer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like just the, 
yeah, I mean, like you were saying, Cozy, like the music, the foley, the world design, like everything in this game was so well considered and well crafted. Like, it really is crazy to think that this game came out in 2013 because of the level of just just like how good all of it was executed, you know? Yeah, yeah. and the voice acting too. Like um, the voice acting is really, really good. Because I feel like 2013 was still in that era of like the voice acting might not always be very good. But mm-hmm. this this game like totally crushes it. Sure, did you know, speaking of the voice actors, um the voice actors for Joel and um Ellie are in the TV show as well? They are? Yeah. I did not know that. Do you remember um in the one episode where Joel's like stabbed and Ellie is going around and she meets this little town. Yeah. Full of people. James, the right hand man to the, uh, stop weird pedal. That's odd. What a cool detail. And then Ellie is Ellie's mom in that little cut scene. Stop. Flashback. Yeah, that's Ellie's. That's Ellie. And that that's is Ellie's super mom. nifty. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love little little fun yeah. facts about behind the scenes stuff like that. That's awesome. I can't believe I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he also hosts the the Last of Us podcast where they like talk about the you know how HBO has a podcast now for every show that they do pretty much. Yeah, they stole it from the Talking Dead. Yeah. Yep. Oh, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess I guess we got to get into the meat of like the ending and the real moral question here. Huh? Yeah, let's oh, break yeah. it. Let's break it down. That's... Well, let's. I feel like we should do winter before that because I feel like I feel like everything before winter is a little bit unmemorable. I guess there's uh, Sammy and oh yeah, oh Sam and Henry, yeah, um, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? Again, this is from someone who's not really into like zombie media at all, but like the Sam and Henry thing ended and I was like, okay, so that was just in there to make me feel awful and sad. Like why that was the only purpose of that whole arc. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's that's uh, what good mm-hmm. zombie stories uh. do. They they show you like, hey, here are people in the world and like here's how they behave and here's what happens when they die. <laughs> It's it's a lot of peaks and valleys, but it seems like there's more valleys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're really yeah, dramatic. Like, yeah. Well, maybe I could ask because as I was watching, Stacy happened to walk in a couple times as I was watching it, and like I spared her from watching it because I knew she would hate all of it. But like she walked in at one of those moments. It, I think it might have been in The Last of Us too, and I was just like. I like paused it and I just turned to her and I was like, okay, so what is the whole point of this just to be like, yeah, if the world uh, was destroyed and everything was terrible, that people would act awful all of the time. Yeah. It's like, is that the only moral I'm supposed to take away? I already knew that people act horrible and awful now and things <laughs> are mostly okay. <laughs> like, uh, can I just ask like in general, like what? Cause like I did like the story. I think it's good, but like that element of, post-apocalypse zombie stories like totally turns me off just as a a person like what is the appeal of it for you guys the whole zombie world thing i think for me like i and you and i had a conversation about this a couple weeks ago andy but like take the walking dead for example the walking dead isn't about 
zombies at its core. At least not the comics are. Um, it's about how people react and behave and adapt and grow in that type of world. So like when you have something like this, like now you have someone who's immune and someone who's trying to transport them and like the stakes are really, really high and you see how they react to the world around them and how that world has changed because of what's happened. That's those are the most interesting post-apocalyptic stories for me personally. Like Left 4 Dead is cool and all and it has like really good zombie designs and stuff, but it's that is just pure shoot a man zombie killer 500, you know, like Yeah. Um I just like when there's when there's something interesting in that world and it's focused on the people, not the monsters attacking the people all the time. Um mm-hmm. that's that's what really gets me hooked into stuff like this. And that's why the last of us for me is so good because it's one of those stories that focuses on like, okay, how is Joel, how's Joel going to treat Ellie after Tess dies for her? You know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, the monsters is always, are always an underlying threat. And it's usually the people that are like a tear up kind of a thing. Like you can't ignore them. But you also have to be more concerned about the people. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'm in it for like the hardcore emotional investments um, kind of a thing. You know, like pretty much every TV show or a game like that, you just do it for some sort of stimulus. Like if we're being honest, like it's nothing that I'm like invested in emotionally or anything like that. However especially this show and this game like you like really can relate with these characters a lot and then Mm -hmm. their loss you know you can feel a loss as well like to a certain extent um and then you also feel like the good portions as well so you kind of do a a little bit of a offset arc with them but it's an arc nonetheless like like we're watching suits right now amelia and i oh that's a good and show. like it's a good show yeah it's a good show we're into it but like they could kill off mike ross and i probably wouldn't care but you know what i mean but <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> so so but, it's like the stakes a little bit that pulls you into it that there's yeah. like real stakes yeah. yeah but like you know we knew sarah for all of 30 minutes and then when she gets smoked you're like oh yeah yeah that hurts you know what i mean yeah yeah i i get you i i can relate to that a little bit i think for me it's like sometimes it's just too much but i'm i'm like glad to hear that perspective because there was part of me that was playing it that was just like this is so good it's just not for me Mm -hmm. but i want to hear why it's like for other people like why it does it for you guys because you guys are way into the zombie world stuff yeah oh yeah yeah i honestly like i feel like the zombies and the horror of this game is so well done the few moments that scare you in this game are like truly terrifying like Mm -hmm. and they're so i remember really early when uh you're playing as joel and your foot gets caught in a rope that shoots you up in the air. You're hanging upside down and uh, Ellie's like trying to cut you free. Like she's on top of a refrigerator trying to cut the weight. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the most horrifying thing I've ever Mm -hmm. seen. (laughs) Yeah. And it was stressful as Um, a player. It's so good in those moments. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yes. It, it, yeah. It's the peaks and valleys for me. That's what that's what really draws me into these kinds of games and shows. The extremes of it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And like I thought, I thought personally, like the whole uh, fungified people version of zombies was so cool mm-hmm. because. Because, like Cozy said, the people are aggressive. Like, these are not, like, slow walker type people. Like, if they hear you, they charge at you, which makes the whole atmosphere of this game terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's not the traditional, like, slow walking zombies and you can get away with a light jog. Yeah. You're going to have to put in some effort. Yeah, like, how many times are you in a hallway and you don't see anything and you all you hear is... And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, oh, Dude. where is it? I hear it. I hear it. Where is it? Yeah. And then like, it just nope, gets louder. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's truly like the. I think the clickers were the highlight for me because oh, yeah. the sound yeah. design of they just it's like skin crawling. The sound that they mm-hmm. make. Yeah, I broke a sweat just yeah. imitating it. Um. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I guess I guess let's go into let's go into winter and explain sort of like the final final acts. Do you guys remember winter? First oh, yeah. off, I can't imagine something that's m- more horrible than winter in a an apocalypse. Yeah, like for real. <laughs> I've been cold before, and I've been cold where I can't get warm, and I can't imagine living like nine months of, or you know, however many months of that. Like that sounds. horrible horrible yeah and traversing yeah. by foot nonetheless Mm-hmm. yeah so this is the section where joel he gets sick i don't do you guys remember how joel gets sick doesn't he get he gets stabbed i thought he got injured yeah and he's not doing well after the injury yeah well he's like he's like laid out he's like he's done bedridden yeah yeah, and I think like it's you actually think in the first time playing this game you think he might die. Mm-hmm. Like that's how sick he is. Um and Ellie like goes out and she encounters these people who um who like basically they're like, "Oh, we'll give you some medicine and you have like this long uh this like sort of long like tirade." But they end up basically being villains who Joel has killed some of their people. Um and like Ellie gets she does get the medicine back to him somehow before they hunt her down. But like you play as Ellie for a portion, she gets the medicine for Joel, and then she gets kidnapped and you have to play this final act as Joel where you save Ellie from the like the mayor of the town, who is a horrifying villain, by the way. Yeah, he <laughs> is. He's he's so like yeah, um, he's charismatic super and yeah, he's like really charismatic and he's like Oh yeah, we'll we'll take care of you. Everything's gonna be great. Did you know your friend killed a bunch of my friends? That's not cool. And then mm-hmm. he like, oh, it's so creepy. Yeah, and they're also cannibals. I forgot about too. That's yeah, the whole angle. Yeah, cannibals always turn my stomach. They're they're always good to creep me out. But it's it's like consistent. I mean, not yeah. consistent with this within this story, but just stories in general. You you mix cold, uh, stranded and alone, with a group of people, and hungry. they're going to turn cannibal. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like the Dauber party or Dahmer party, whatever it's called. Oh and yeah. This there's probably half a dozen other, um, the stories of it. Like, yeah. Know. Well, and I, I didn't realize, like, I feel like the creepiest angle of that guy that I didn't realize until the very end. Um, cause they're pretty subtle is that like the mayor doesn't want to kill Ellie because he's attracted to her. Yeah, like he says that to her pretty blatantly. Yeah. He's yeah. a pedophile for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wh- which is, is so awful. And like when you finally face off against him in this burning building, because he like knocks a torch over or something mm-hmm. is just, um, yeah, and by the way, that's like the coolest sequence for Ellie because you finally get to get to see her just be like a total bad girl. Mm-hmm. Like she just like every time he's like, oh, like she like bites his hand and like tries to stab him. Like she does not care and is so awesome. Yeah, in she, those sequences. I love I love that moment she where goes she's full savage on him. Yeah, I love the moment specifically where like she's in the cage. And he uh, he puts her his hand on hers, and she puts her hand on top of his, and she goes yeah, mm-hmm. and then she just snaps his finger, and she's like oh it's Ellie by the way, yeah. and he's like what what yeah. she's like Ellie it's the name of the girl who broke your finger bye, mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay dog ding yeah. just just awesome, yeah just awesome so like i when you when those characters are finally reunited after that it's like there's such a trauma bonding that's clearly happened and like i feel like after that is not that it's a big glowing redemptive moment but that's when you really feel that joel and ellie have finally come together Mm -hmm. as characters yeah and connected um yeah then we get the end who wants to talk about the end yeah let's unpack the end so Long story short, long story short, um, you get to the Firefly base and they basically like black bag you and bring you into a hospital. And I think it's, is it Marlene that like tells Joel everything? Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And she's basically like, yeah, you know how Ellie's immune? We're, um, we're trying to figure out, we're trying to get in her head. And he's like, yeah, she doesn't know. And he's, she's like, no, no, we're trying to get in her head. Like we're gonna crack her open like a little eggy, mm-hmm. and uh, make a couple omelets and figure out how to save the human race. And then Joel goes cray cray and basically shoots up this whole hospital worth of fireflies. Um, mm-hmm. And and the ending is wild. Ellie, why are you looking at me like that? I'm I'm very interested in how you depicted that whole thing with marlene and joel i don't know if you were trying to be comedic or if you didn't fully understand what happened there because i I'm, feel like that's not I'm paraf- inaccurate i'm paraphrasing cracking the egg yeah well i mean crack i mean yeah define cracking the egg <laughs> well like <laughs> you, you know to when you get they're trying to like they're gonna like do brain surgery on her or they whatever. needed her brain yeah yeah, well, they're basically like we can extract it, but like we know we know we can make a vaccine, but we know that Ellie will have to die yeah. as a result. Her head is the egg. Mm-hmm. They're gonna crack it right open. Yeah, they need her brain. Okay, all right, I yeah, got I'm, it. We're clear. I, I was just trying Please to do proceeds. goofy storytelling. Sorry, I confused you. I got you. Um, <laughs> Go so, on. So, so the uh, Ellie like wakes up in the car and she asks Joel what happens, and he tells her like, "Oh, good news, like." There's a bunch of people that are immune. It's not just you. Like, everything's good. And then it flashes back um, 
to Marlene confronting Joel when he's trying to get Ellie out of the hospital and and uh they have another little conversation and uh Marlene's like you know she'll never forgive you for this right and Joel's like yeah and then he shoots Marlene and leaves with Ellie anyway um and mm-hmm. so he he ultimately lies to Ellie about the fact that she is in fact the only known person to be immune to uh cordyceps which is the name of the the virus fungus um you're so smart thank you so you know it's that's just a really like that's a really heavy thing that happens because you're like dude what are you doing like you could have saved the whole world and you're okay you do you man it's a very yeah yeah i don't i don't know you know what i mean like yeah, that's that's, that's tough. a super tough pill to swallow. Yeah, and again, it's I I feel like it's at the heart of why this game is interesting because that's such a complicated ending. Um because you have spent time with these characters and playing as them and finally at the end after this like horribly long trauma and you you see them finally connecting and together you just feel so good like and i think that's the thing that makes this game unique as a video game is like you you feel connected to the characters in a different way perhaps a lot of people would than like play watching an hbo show so like I, I think everybody feels complicated about what Joel did, or at least most people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like, and lying about it to her face, like I don't know where where do you guys stand on like he should have did it or it was wrong? Where do you stand? Well, it, and what I'm assuming in Joel's eyes are is now Ellie is like his daughter. Not right. Sarah, but a daughter. And under that assumption, like, it's no brainer. He wasn't going to, no pun intended, he wasn't going to let them cut open <laughs> her brain. Um, Amazing. <laughs> no eggies, bro. Yeah. No, eggies. <laughs> no pun, no eggies. They weren't going to, uh, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to be cool with that. I mean, I feel like every every parent would, or you would hope, every parent wouldn't be cool with that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then at, at a certain point, it starts to get like, well, we're not asking anymore. We're just going to do it. So that's when he kind of like jumps in and just takes everybody out in like a road rage kind of a situation here. But on the other hand, like... As of right now, that's the only solution to this world epidemic or pandemic um, for uh, the, the what is it? Cordyceps? Is that what you said, Trevor? Yeah, cordyceps. Yeah, it's it's the only possible solution to that as well. So what do you think, Trevor? I don't know. I'm. I'm really on the fence about this because Joel Joel finally admits to himself that he cares about Ellie and so he's willing to put everything everything on the line um in a very selfish move but like it's selfish but at the same time it's really sweet like cuz he he basically says like she's just a kid like 
you can't, you're going to kill a kid. And he's, he's not cool with a kid being killed on his watch again. It's happened before and he's not going to let it happen ever again. So like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I go back and forth on one hand, like Cozy said, like, here's someone who can save the world. And on the other hand, Joe would rather live in this world as is than lose someone else he cares about. Yeah. I think for me, the thing that makes it so interesting and so, uh, like, devastating is that Marlene says to him at one point, like, you know that this is what Ellie wants, which is true. Like, you spend a lot of time with Ellie where she talks about, like, her suffering and how she has lost people. And, like, she says over the course of many times of the game, like, I'm just, like, so happy that I can, like, contribute and I can maybe help to end other people's suffering. Like, and, yeah, like, that. that's what's so tricky about it is that truly is what Ellie wanted to happen was to, like, sacrifice herself for the good of others. Um, And so, yeah, like, it is definitely a selfish move, but, like, I don't know. How are you supposed to feel? (laughs) Um, I'm actually shocked we're all like pretty in agreement in like being on the fence about it because it's like, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it was me, I'd probably do what Joel did. Yeah, probably. Honest. Yeah, I'd agree with him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it, been living in it with for 20 years now. It's just at this point, the nature of the beast. And yeah, you can you can go ahead and get rid of or maybe prevent this mushroom thing from uh, spreading, like people getting infected and whatnot. But, yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. I, I'm, i like, leaning towards I wouldn't have done it. I think the only thing that makes me f- sympathize with Joel more is that they did put her under like without her choice and Marlene is like like the fact that Marlene is like this is what she would have wanted and not like we sat her down and gave her a choice I feel like that's the only thing that makes me go like well she didn't have a choice they just put a kid under and they were going to sacrifice her without her own choice that being said I think it's pretty clear that that's what she wants but it's a tough call my man Mm -hmm. yeah it's a tough call. Yeah, and like, I don't know. It's it's hard because she, like, does she really know what sacrificing herself, you know, means in this world? Or does she just, you know, want to know what that means? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and on that hand, yeah, and, and like in Joel's defense, like, We've been in a post-apocalypse for 20 years. Like, maybe the scientists aren't capable of creating a vaccine. Like, I think that's a very real thing to contend with. Like, what if they just, she dies and it's all for nothing because they're unable to successfully do it? That's like a real possibility. They're just going to play operation on her or something. Start poking and grabbing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, I think, not that we should talk about the last of us two at all though i'd really like to someday um i think it's pretty clear i think it's pretty clear in the last of us two that like they were gonna do it like it was not like i can see why in joel's mind he's like 
are they going to be able to do it? But I think they were definitely going to do it. It wasn't like a case of they were just poking. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how's Joel supposed to know that? Right. Yeah. It is It is simultaneously yeah. like selfish of him and selfless because like I think he – I think he says at some point to Marlene, like she's just a, she's just a kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, she's like a, how old is she during this? Is she, she's young. She's, she's four. She's 14. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. She's 14. Yeah. She would have tough man. Very. I don't, I don't know. know I guess man. growing I'd, up in the apocalypse makes you an adult, but I'd like to think that I would be like, "Yeah, it's for the world. We should, we should probably do it." But I don't know that I could. Like, uh, uh, that's like I, I, I think it's like my adopted uh, kid. That would man. be like that'd be like unacceptable in today's terms as well. You know, like oh, I, yeah. I, I won't. I don't know about any point where they'd be like, "Well." I guess that's all right. You just, you know what I mean? If the general public ever found out or something, you know what I mean? It it would be completely unacceptable. But, and I don't know. I I see more where Joel's coming from and the super tough decision, but. I don't think I'd give up my dog to save the whole human race. <laughs> exactly. You know what <laughs> I mean? Let alone exactly. a 14-year-old person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I I think I think the whole I think the whole game leading to this moment is why it's so effective because yes, I think no matter where you sit, you you understand the other side of the dilemma, but like in particular spending time with these characters, you see why Joel did what he did, mm-hmm. even though it's objectively a horrible thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's crazy. And I think the game cuts on Ellie just being like, promise me that that's like exactly what happened. And I think doesn't the game end with Joel just saying like, I promise and like cut to black. Yep. yep. Or I don't, I don't even know if he answers to be honest with you. No, he does. He, might he tells answer. her. He probably he tells her. He does. Yep. Yep. He, he does. He yeah. tells her. I mean, he's that's like, another, he's like everything. Great. Don't ask about Marlene, though. That's another, <laughs> you know, like, that's another parental role, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's not being her friend or anything like that. He's acting like her father. And, right. like, that his entire goal now is to protect her. And that includes knowing that what he just did. So it's selfish. Again, it's selfish. However, like, I don't know. She's going to always wonder. But. Um, I don't like, think she does always wonder based on the sequel. I think she's toked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was supposed to talk about that, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're inferring. Um, but yeah. yeah. Just just speculation. You know what I mean? So like it's... I don't know. Like, we're having a daughter and I would lie to her as well about that if I did that. Cozy's making it like real, real. He's like, real, I 100 percent would do what Joel did a million percent. Real, real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I'd lie He's right to for her. Real for real. I'd lie right to her face. <laughs> <Be like>, right <laughs> to her. <laughs> Everything's fine, honey. Go back yeah, to sleep. It's 
it's yeah it's like the same thing where like you know i don't know but like kid falls hurts himself is it bad it's it could be like really bad but you're gonna be like nah it's fine you're fine <laughs> like we should go to a hospital walk it off kid <laughs> yeah like bones protruding out of the back of the arm or something like that like no you're fine let's get this taken care of but like yeah you know what i mean then also like if he tells her what is she gonna do go back to the the hospital full of dead people (laughs) like (laughs) yeah right yeah when you're right you're right yeah man it's it's yeah, it's nuts. I, and I think the ending is the whole... I think that's the whole thing. That's, like, why this game has lived down as um, what it is. I mean, like, a, a with everything else being so well pulled off. But, like, I think that's why people are still talking about this game. Because it's such an interesting human moral question to mm-hmm. pose right at the end. Like, it's pretty nuts. It was a bold move for 2013. Yeah, it was. It was. Bold move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look. I'm just gonna say it because, as I've implied many times, but like, again, as someone who like this is not for me. As soon as I finished, I was like, I gotta, do, I gotta do the <laughs> Last of Us two now. Mm-hmm. I gotta do it. Yeah. And I, boy, howdy, did I do it? Uh, <laughs> and I, I would love to talk about it at some point. Have you done it, Cozy? You I actually it? haven't. No. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Are you for real right now, dog? Mm-hmm. Coz, oh, oh my man. god! Well, when did that come out? We're gonna have to have another guest. Log. A couple years ago, I think. My guy. Well, wow, I have so many thoughts. The, I mean, I was interested in it just period. Yeah, twenty twenty. Um, yeah, it's pretty recent. Wow. 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 That's probably I'm why so I, I haven't. Played it. Played it. Is this because it's so recent? Yeah. Dude, it's... I I think the reason I'm so interested in it is because it's very controversial. Like, it was not like the first game where it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like the first one. It's not like everybody on Earth thinks it's great and they love it. It's real controversial. Really? Fandom's like half and half, huh? Oh, huge time. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of arguing about this game and its message and what it's doing and stuff. I, I think it's great. Like, I don't know, but like, yeah, I was like, I got to see it cause I'm interested, but I also got to like have a take on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We definitely um, should do a second parter then. Heck yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm definitely curious if you do it, what your take is. I'll do it. Yeah, I think we should. I'll do it for sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. This is like our own little cliff cliffhanger that we didn't even plan for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Like, there will be a, a part two coming at some for point my, for me. Uh, for me to listen to again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you guys See, listen to your shows after the fact or sometimes? Not usually, no. Yeah, I do it on very rare occasions. I will play it. I will play it sometimes just to make sure I got the audio levels right. Mm-hmm. Like every, I don't know, maybe like ten episodes when it's uploaded, I'll just like hit play and like skip to the middle and be like, okay, I did the levels right, and then mm-hmm. I'll turn it off. 
Yeah. I the ones I have listened to like I have occasionally been like let me pop into the middle of one and hear how it is. I'm always surprised at how little I remember what I said. Same. <laughs> <laughs> like especially especially when we go off on some weird tangent and I hear myself go off on some weird tangent I'm like I don't even remember I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> we haven't You guys haven't gone off on a tangent on this one. At least I don't remember. Well, Within the oh, I had some minor gripes. I was going to say, minutes. I was going to say, we have minor gripes to talk about. There's still time. <laughs> Wait, cozy. Do you have any minor gripes you want to air on the show? You know, Trevor texted me this. What, you texted me this yesterday. Yeah. I think I forgot to said. come up with a gripe. Like, give me a couple minutes. I'm sure I could. Uh, Let me see if you ended up, up sending something. me one. Oh, you said you I could. Did. Oh, I said you said you could come up with something. One. Um, probably could do well here i gripe about so many things you you think about it and andy and i are going to talk about our minor gripes okay all right my minor gripe oh i remember i don't even need to look it up baby (laughs) tvs at gas stations what's going on yeah why are we watching tv when i put my gas it's gonna take me like less than three minutes usually yeah, like who exactly? It's a huge waste. Like who's out here like entertain nobody likes it. Nobody's getting anything from it. It's costing everybody more money. Like stop it. Get those well, out of here. It's never like you crazy? it's never anything like actually worth the 3 minutes it's like Bria Menunes. Yeah, it's Is that what your guys is? This? Yeah, usually. It's not like What? What would you say? Maria Marina Menunes. Look her up. her last name is. Yeah, look. That's a up. person? Yeah, it's a yeah. real person. Um yeah, it's never like, here's the weather in your area. It's always like, are you wondering why energy drinks are so full of life? Me too. And like, they just go, they go on tangents about nothing. This is a good gripe, Andy. She also does yeah. the, uh, like the intros in movie theaters as well. Like she has her own little thing on movie theaters. Well, I don't know if you guys go to movies or not. It's been a while, but I do know, I do know that yeah. though, that she does those. Mm-hmm. More often yeah, than not, they just scare me. Oh, at the gas station? Yeah, like I'm not paying attention, then they're just shouting at me. And I'm like, what? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, almost every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Trevor, what's your minor my, gripe? We're all in agreement. TVs at gas stations, waste. Yeah, my minor gripe is frozen TV dinners that are marketed as weight loss options. And by the way, this is funny because I responded and I was like, is that a thing? And you were like, have you been living under a rock? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? What? Really? Did I miss something huge? Yeah. You never heard of like lean cuisine or like I think Weight Watchers makes them now. The Atkins diet, like all these programs that are like you can eat all the foods you love, but still eat lasagna. And it's like, well, maybe I'll just go to the gym and eat regular lasagna. Like why are you you're giving me frozen foods full of preservatives and stuff to make sure it doesn't get freezer burnt or whatever and like i why it's still full of preservatives i don't know if i can back you on this gripe i mean if i'm gonna eat frozen food wouldn't i choose a healthier one if i'm going to but like why like why what's so wrong with being like hey it it right it's not about the it's not about the fact that it's like a frozen dinner. Like I like frozen dinners and foods as much as the next guy, but 
the fact that they're they're like marketing it as weight loss options like when it's clearly just as bad for you type right thing. yes it's like yeah yeah i guess it's yeah. like when you get a salad but then you smother it in cheese and ranch dressing and you're like this is my it's still a salad but it's gonna make me fat too because it's got all this stuff in that it that is how i eat my salads <laughs> yeah right and Wendy's is like, we have healthy options. And it's like, no, you don't, Wendy's. You're just smothering that in cheese. Now, I will say, I'm not I'm not saying that they're healthier salads, but I will say, in terms of fast food salads, Wendy's is on top. Yes, that's that seems to be the consensus in general. I've never had a Wendy's salad, but I don't go to fast food for salads. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. Yeah, same. You know, <laughs> That's why like, I have never had them either. But yeah, Stacy's crazy about Wendy's salads. She's like, they're the bomb. They are really good. So. I'm all about Wendy's. Just Wendy's in general. All about Wendy's. Yeah, I've really absolutely. I've really yes. come around the corner on Wendy's. I used to not like. It. Do you remember when I not used to not like it, Andy? I mean, vaguely, I think I think most people I know besides, like, I've always been like, Wendy's is the bomb, and people are like, nah, bro. So you probably just, at the same time as everybody else, was like, nah. Yeah, probably. But, man, have I really come around the corner on them. Specifically because, now we're just a Wendy's ad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you we don't do get another a- season, uh, sis. <laughs> Yeah, you beat me by two seconds. <laughs> what do you mean I'm going to do it? I had to open my mail, all right? And I had to, okay. That was really good. I believe that. That was very lawyery. You liked it? Yeah. Oh, yes. I told you that it was, was really good. good. It was very convincing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that was very I'm convincing. So it's because I just kept going. Like Trevor yeah. started laughing and losing it. And I was like, I'm just going to power through and keep reading sincerely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you fully that very good. That, that got me. Oh, I, I'm so glad. And the best part is, I thought of that idea like six months before we recorded that episode. And ten minutes before we recorded, I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot that that was my plan." So literally, ten minutes before we recorded, I was like, "Cease and desist template," mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like pasted it in and edited it like as trevor was calling me i was like click clack on the keyboard like i like this is good it's not gonna be as funny as i imagined and i no, I, it, was no it was hilarious yeah, you yeah. Nailed it. yes mm-hmm. amazing yeah um so i thought of a so anyway a very minor one um, let's hear it. it may not it may not stick with you guys or not when you when you're buying or looking at a product right and it says military grade technology, military grade um, engineering, and and stuff like that. What do you, you guys think is going to be pretty good? Well, but like it's clearly a lot of them are lying, right? It's absolute garbage. Is that what... Yeah, right. Right. Absolute garbage. I've you know, for my limited time in the military, most of my equipment was absolute garbage. Like. Oh, you're saying that like the stuff that is actually military grade is horrible. Yeah, for your common kind of common infantry folk, yes. Now if you're like SEAL Team 6 or something like that, I'm sure you got some pretty cool stuff. But like just regular boots on the ground kind of guy and gal, like it's it's trash. I promise you it's trash. Like your boots are going to have wow. holes in them. 
your sat you like your backpack i've had backpacks rip off my back before just because there's so much weight in it it just it'll just tear uh like our 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 flak vest like our heavy duty vest they're not like personally fitted they're just you know what i mean so like they're always rubbing and cutting into your sides if you wear them for too long yeah it's trash yeah and i really i feel like that gripe really gets to the heart of what our show is about which is that the u.s military doesn't have a big enough budget you know like that's really what (laughs) we're all about here exactly (laughs) bump that up bump that up that's really the heart of the issue all right they're putting stuff in the water and frogs. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The most unhinged moment ever on the podcast. <laughs> right I there. want those numbers so high. Yeah, let's get those numbers up. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize that. I thought you were gonna say like if you bought like a like a Swiss Army knife or something, and it's like military grade, and it's like oh well, that label is just false advertisement. But like the stuff actually in the military is garbage. When I see it, <laughs> yeah, when I see military grade, I'm not buying it. Like nah. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think wasn't there like an an aluminum wallet or something that's like it's resistant to RF. It's military grade, and it's like that's just aluminum. That's like a tin can. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> not what do you mean military, military grade aluminum. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, <sighs> this military grade can opener. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out of here. That's exactly. crazy. Exactly. That's a good gripe, cozy. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a great gripe. Thank you. I'm glad it landed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the last of us. <laughs> that is the last of us. <laughs> that's the last of our sanity, anyway. Yeah. I mean, man, what a. I feel like for me, it was like I, I really enjoyed it, but I also enjoyed just getting to see like what wow. is probably the most important game, hands down, to come out in the last 10 years, like historically. Yeah. One I'm of glad them. I got to like experience. Yeah. I honestly think, like, maybe the one, to be honest. Like, it's... I feel like this and, like, Breath of the Wild are, like, the two most important games in the last decade. Trash. Crash Bandicoot? No, trash. I said Breath of the Wild. Oh, trash. trash. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought he was like, it's all about Crash Bandicoot. I'm all about Crash. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that one next. All right. You guys definitely This should. episode brought to you by Crash Bandicoot <laughs> and Wendy's. <laughs> and definitely not Dr. Pepper. Yeah, definitely not. No. Dude, I told you you can't say... Now I have to edit Dr. Pepper out of the show because <laughs> we're not allowed to legally say it. I'm sorry. What's the matter with you, dude? Forgive me. <laughs> um, damn, yeah, I was going to so, say something. I forgot what it was. What were we talking about a second ago? Before before the... Was it going to be something I was just funny? Say- it was nah, it's gone uh, it's i was just saying like my wrap-up thoughts on like that i enjoyed it and that the game is really important oh yes this game is really important because like one version stretched like you know three generations of the playstation mm-hmm. of the of the five generations of playstation the last of us has been around for three of them and not like the franchise like some like spyro and stuff or God of War, like 
the game the yeah like the game and was recently the game mm-hmm. was remastered twice you know like it's just crazy how this game has really stood the test of time mm-hmm yeah, and that speaks to how Sony has just sort of taken it up as their mascot and sort of their like their goal for like what they want to do with all their games, really. Yeah, yeah it's huge. Game. It's huge. Um Yeah. You guys should come up with like a, a ranking not a ranking system, but a rating system. Graphics, nine out of ten. <laughs> eight, eight out of nine babies. I don't know. Just just yeah. Rank it in Foley. babies. Foley, 15 babies out of 10 babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I give like this it. game 9 out of 10 babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the ranking. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's very sophisticated there. Thank you. I just realized that he said it's babies because of Baby Got Backlog. That genuinely took me... Oh my god! Way longer I than just... it should have. <laughs> like way longer. I was like, "Why would he choose baby?" Yeah. That's such a weird. Oh, because the name of the show. <laughs> oh. Nine out of ten logs. Everybody. Yeah, logs. <laughs> you can be logs. Trevor's will be babies. <laughs> On a scale of babies to logs, oh how much god. did you like this game? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good God. I'm I'm too tired. That's Baby Got Backlog, everybody. We did, It was The Last of Us. Part two will come someday. We don't know when, but it will. It will one someday. day. Who knows? So, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the actual host should close it out. I, I'm Andy. I'm Trevor. This is esteemed guest and friend of the podcast cozy yes Hello. oh okay great uh and uh th- thanks for th- thanks for listening send all your hate mail to me uh and no one else i didn't get i was prepared for hate mail from this episode but i didn't get in as much trouble as i thought i would i'm relieved no, for that i don't think those were That's super good. hot takes no i no. thought they were spot on yeah, it's a fair wow. assessment. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. Um, yeah, man, what a cool game. Well, uh, find me nowhere, but find Trevor everywhere. Yeah, find me on Cozy. Do you have socials you want to plug? Nah. All right. Don't find Cozy anywhere. Don't you dare do it. Don't do it. Um. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, Cozy. Thanks again for coming yeah. on. We're excited to have you we on. We love again. having you on. Anytime and every time. Great. Wow. What you honor. like that? I you did like, like that? that. That was a nice sign off. I I really did actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Cozy. He came in swinging and he signed off swinging. <laughs> what a guy! He was, he's killing it. This, this is why he's friend of a esteemed it. guest. Cozy, do you want to host the show guys. instead of us? I yeah. think you're better at it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it a try. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, bye everybody. Bye everybody. Bye. <laughs> uh